This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is... You win? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com The pensioners are back but with no walking sticks in sight. They're carefree, wherever they may be. They're the famous CFC. Blue is their colour, and football is their game. If you come to Stamford Bridge, you'll remember their name. It's the Chelsea Fancast on Love Sport. time this year we have the liquid no, not the liquidation it's last sport ready next year <laughs> be next year it's last sport ready with the chelsea fan cast good evening thank you very much uh, for trust i hope you had a good uh, good new year i just asked jonathan kibb what he got up to that's for the uh, the the post nine o'clock chat <laughs> No, it's, he, I think he was song. in Madame Jojo's, weren't you? <laughs> no. uh, people who know, know. <laughs> Something like that. I did that. not dress up. No, I you, did you not. don't need to, mate. No, That's the thing. I was just me. Do you know what? I had the most sober New Year ever I've ever had. Well, it's because you were on here. I was up you, here at Sparrow Falls. Yeah, well, you're being a professional. With, uh, with Dickie Lee, mate. The yeah. lovely Richard Lee. Yeah, yeah. yeah we did a I good listened show. to it. He was, was good. Fun. Did you listen you, to you me? Al- yeah, you'd have almost wow. thought that he knew what he was talking about. It was fantastic. Actually, no, I've got to share this with you because Jonathan actually, because he is a lovely person. Don't ever, ever let anybody tell you that this is not true. But <laughs> Jonathan is a lovely yeah, He texted me later group. in the day said, Happy New Year, mate. I listened to the last half now. You're so knowledgeable. You know all this stuff. And I actually revealed to him in the pub at the match. I said, Actually, they just give you cue sheets, mate, and I make it sound like I know one. 
I'm talking about. <laughs> and he was so he was so crestfallen on the day. He actually thought I knew about other I, stuff I than was, Chelsea. I, well, I thought you knew all no, about. It's all Chelsea. lies, mate. It's Bournemouth. Let's go. So, uh, the magic of radio. Well, good evening. Hello, lovely to see you. How Happy, was Happy New Year, How was Aaron. Yours? Oh, it was fun. Was it? Oh, we had a laugh. Oli Gunnar Solskjaer's red and white army. Are you, are you happy? Yeah. Mate, I tell you what, you must be happy about last night. Delighted. I mean, how Delighted. the whole of humanity was saved by the Blue Mooners last Genuinely, night. Genuinely. For, for all those Liverpool fans, you know... They won't be any listening, don't worry. petitioning on social media saying, you know, let's... Uh, you it know, wasn't uh, a goal. Open it, it goal. up. <laughs> Dejan Lovren, best defender was, in the it world. Was at least, it was at least 10 foot over the line. It's like yeah. the shadow was over the line. I saw it five I, times. I, it was over the line. I, I, the shadow, we won it five times. Horrible look. Anyway. Um, I I was intrigued, actually, by watching, by seeing how little they contributed to the game, actually, because they were completely crushed. Well, I I was saying to Aaron, before you turned up and all, uh, I I, I thought, City, I thought, were were really good, because they really didn't give Liverpool a sniff for most of the first half, and they were really up for the fight. And and Liverpool are a pretty big physical side, and City are little little diddy men, but they really had loads of fight. It was was a great game of football to watch. Except for the obvious company foul, and in fact, the fact afterwards... Obvious foul? You think that was a sending off? I do, actually. Get out of here. No, with my... No, I'm sorry, excuse me, I've got my refs hat on could you <laughs> not speak to me like hat? that, that could you not speak oh, to me like that if you speak to me like that i'm to give a yellow card yes, what sir. you're speaking like that yes, yellow sir. card okay. yes, hey, uh, what's your name uh, Donald Duck. It's Aaron, off. Aaron Paul, You're mate. Off. Aaron Paul. Ah, have you ever done that on the football pitch? Yeah, I've not. Well, somebody, the refs come up to you, son. What's spent, your name, son? And giving it to some, I spent giving a somebody whole else's season name. being Trevor that. Tucker. <laughs> a whole season because because somebody had got Is that my driving name. Slang? No, no, it won't be. If you ever said anything, everybody's. I said Trevor Tucker. Honestly, ref. No, really, because oh, somebody genius. because somebody had my name. Yeah. So and somebody, so I was given his, and then of course what happened was was that Trevor Tucker played, oh, and, uh, and he got booked. And I said, "Who am I then? Who am I in case I get booked? Who am I?" And oh, they said, "You're brilliant. Graham Godfrey." But Graham's playing as well. Yeah, be yeah, somebody else. Yeah. Oh, uh, um, uh, Peter. Be Peter. Uh, Peter Pinto. Be him. Yeah. Okay, Peter Pinto. Peter Pinto. So, yeah. so uh, I, I, I got booked. Were they, were they all alliterations? The names? No, they were, they were true. <laughs> true <laughs> just, just true Sunday players. Okay, all of them. Right. All of them. Anyway, yeah. what I was most delighted yeah, by yeah, was that yeah. Mo Salah, Mo Salah. Running, running down, down the wing. wing. He put a tweet out, which was, was this a sending off, retweet for yes, uh, like for no? And uh, the, the no's basically absolutely wiped the floor with it. So it serves you right for being cocky on social media, yeah, son, doesn't it? Yeah. He, had no, he, had, he didn't have a sniff he, at all last did, night, really, did he? Yeah, other than one, a couple of little, little goes yeah. he had. I, li- I like company's reaction to him when he I died. Call, what, call he did. He was like really quite harsh. He was. Proper he, he defend. Was. I love that. But that love the slow motion of it, him taking off in the air from yeah. uh, looking like a kind of red arrow was slightly... Anyway, though, should we talk it? about Chelsea? Then? Anyway, let's talk about the blue points. I need to introduce you First. Oh, hello, oh, everybody. Sorry, Aaron. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Tucker's in with <laughs> us. Yes. And I'm Peter Pinter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who are you? I'm Graham. Graham Godfrey. Graham Godfrey. Godfrey. He became a groundsman. <laughs> so you're Graham right. Godfrey you're right to speak like that. He came all the way from from uh, Badger Hill. Now where is it? I've forgotten. Banana I, Hill. Banana Hill. Good. You said your own material, mate. I know. I have forgotten it. Yeah, Boyt right to Banana Hill. Boyt right to Banana Hill. Chelsea has signed a player this week. Who signed him? I don't know. We don't know. This is the question after all of you. Who is actually doing the biz? Is it Marina? Oh well. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I want to dedicate an entire part. <laughs> to rant about that but I think there there is I think there is a clear and distinct problem at Chelsea and I and I don't want to get into this now because it's it takes it's going to take longer than 30 seconds but I think it is most probably Marina that's doing the buying and the selling okay 
But I want to revisit this because there's a there's a, I've got the right hump about it. Oh. But uh, uh, can I just say that I think we we were we bought a huge. Um, we made a huge gesture by buying Kepa, which I uh, think to surprise everybody. Because which had been was, on the cards for a long time, it, apparently. It, well, apparently, yes. Yeah. So there are things going on that we really don't know anything about. And uh, and I find it difficult for this knee-jerk reaction that always takes yeah. place in the transfer window. But I, 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 yeah, I agree with that. But I think that's a distinct issue from the one that we're talking about with transfers. Anyway, can I talk yeah, about what yeah, we've got yeah. on the show tonight? Yeah. Talk about the show. We're going to talk about the Saints game because enough people haven't fallen asleep already. Uh, and obviously we've got Forrest in the in the FA Cup, which is a very special weekend this weekend, JK. Because it's the FA Cup. I love you, it. I love it. for the coop. I we're love sorry, we're oop for the coop. Sorry, so we want to we want to declare like a chicken. We want to declare. <laughs> oi, I'm up for the coop. We we want to declare our undying love for the FA Cup. The FA Cup. Apparently, my mum says that's how I used to say it. When the I was football kid. association the challenge cup. 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 She said it's not the FA Cup. It's the football association cup. Yeah. I said challenge that's the FA Cup, mum. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening, mum, I love you. What were you? Twenty five at the time. Yeah, that's right. It was yeah. last week actually. Yeah, so. uh, we've also got a quiz, Aaron. We've got a quiz. We've got a quiz. Can you guess what the quiz is this week? Players to have played for Chelsea and Nottingham Forest. Yes. Oh. I've already got one. No, no. Hold your fire. Hold your fire. I'm the, holding the, my fire. The, the listener uh, has got to phone us up on 0208 70 20 558 or tweet at Love Sport Radio or at Chelsea Fancast. You could do that as well. And tell us uh, the players. How who, many have we got? Well, I found... I mean, I, I wasn't as researched and as thorough as I normally am. Yeah. Because uh, usually I go into granular detail about it. But granular? I f- granular. Blimey. He didn't play for us or Forrest, by the way. Danny Danny Granville. Oh. Danny Granular. Anyway, uh, 13, I found. 13. But I suspect there are more. And if uh, Mark, Mark Meehan's listening, uh, he will probably know, as will the Chadmeister. So I'm expecting them, if they're listening, to tweet us or phone up and tell us. Chad, Chad, Chad. Chad more than 13. There. So Get there you go. There, Give us a tinkle. 0208 Five five eight. That's the number to call. We're going to be speaking to Liam Toomey next, who I'm fortunately called Liam Twomey for yes. the majority of life. He's forgiven you, Aaron. Yeah, I think. Um, I you know, it's it's, <laughs> it's a new start, new year, new yeah, me, yeah. and all new that. You know, me, so we're going to call him Liam Toomey. Hopefully, we're going to be uh, speaking to him after uh, after the break this evening. But yeah, oh two oh eight seventy twenty five five eight. If you want to have your say, mm. Love Sport five five eight a.m. Love sport. No, it's not. His pin is broken. Yes, the Chelsea fancast on Love Sport Radio. Uh, Kiddo's pin is is taken somewhat of an. I've been I've been given a Chelsea supporters trust badge by Chidge because I've I've um, been supporting them. It's only a certain number of years before you can get the badge. Nice. So I've been supporting them for 125 years. So I've now got the uh, the badge. And nice. Chidge has awarded it to me. I had to go down on my bended knee and. Uh, it's a bit like was, a knighthood. Yeah, what, I was. But rather than a sword, what I do is I un- unlock the pin and then prick, <laughs> prick him. Yes, right. Yeah. Stab him. And then he hits me over the head with a rattle. It's uh, it's lovely. Very good. Beautiful. Bad. Yeah, um, one of Tweet your uh, one of your ex players has moved on today, Dominic Slanky, mm. for a fee of nineteen yeah. million pounds. What did he do to deserve that fee? Uh, he, not he, a lot. He, he hung about and didn't do much. But it, because he wasn't playing, people bigged him up about what he might be. Well, no, I think also to be fair, uh, I think that. Uh, his performances for the England under twenty threes, is it now? Have been good. Have been good, and he scores there. But he's done. He's done even less at Liverpool than he did at Chelsea. Although I may be being unfair there, because I think he did actually score for for Liverpool. He did. 
we always thought he was a decent player, but he clearly had an agent stroke attitude problem because uh, he had the heart. A bit like Hudson Adorn. Yeah, yeah. Interesting, interesting. Let's talk to Liam Toomey. He is on the line with us. He's ESPN's Chelsea correspondent. Happy New Year, Liam. Happy New Year to you guys as well. Happy New Year, Thank Liam. Thank you for joining Year, us, Liam. pal. Love to have you on. Um, let's talk... Polisic, let's talk transfer policy. Um, let's get your take, firstly, on, on the situation that surrounds Chelsea at the moment. In terms, just in terms of the signing of Pulisic? The signing of Pulisic, who's making the decisions. Uh, Sarri's comments uh, 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 post-match the other night after, uh, after he uh, described his take on what's going on. Sure. Um, well, I mean, Pulisic is a, was a long-term club target. Uh, you know, the, we, we've all known for a long time that the, the coaches don't sign the players at Chelsea. They have they have a voice. It's not necessarily the, the biggest voice and not necessarily the final one, as Antonio Conte got a bit frustrated about. Um, I don't think Sarri is necessarily like that. His his comments after the game against Southampton were, were a little bit misinterpreted, I think it was just... Well, well, uh, Liam, is that, is that where he kind of appeared to do a bit of an about turn and say that... Well, because I think a lot of the journos were reading into it that he was frustrated with the transfer policy. So you, you, are you saying that that was misinterpreted? Well, I think he's got... <laughs> I think he's frustrated with questions about transfer policy. Right. OK, <laughs> aren't we all? He, 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 he's got a long track record, Sarri, of not being yeah. interested in the transfer market. Um, and I think... You know, he, he knows it's a necessary thing in football, but I, I don't think he's particularly interested in it. He's a pure coach, more more maybe than any of the previous managers Chelsea have had. So he just wants to get on with, with, with coaching the team. And, and he's getting a lot of questions about transfer policy because it tends to be the things thing that interests fans most. Um, but he certainly wasn't... Not on my watch, Liam. About. <laughs> but he certainly wasn't in the mood to talk about Pulisic after his team had no. just been so what, what, what's the what's the gig with Pulisic then because old cynics like me I, I haven't actually talked to Jonathan about this funny enough but old cynics like me think that this is basically more of a corporate buy than anything else this is not you know they, they bought him and they're loaning him straight back to, to Dortmund you know it's all about the potential and they spent a lot of money on him is this not more to kind of engender themselves more with the American market well, I think that's certainly a part of it. There's no hiding from that. I mean, Pulisic is the face of American soccer, so um, it's uh, it's a great opportunity for Chelsea to to gain even more of a foothold in in the American market. But he's he's not Matt Miazga either. You know, <laughs> uh, thank God for that. <laughs> he, no, I mean, you know, Matt Miazga was was a young player that. He wasn't very good. Wasn't, well, he, no one <laughs> thought he had the level of upside that, that True people enough. are associating with Pulisic. Pulisic has already done quite a lot for a 20-year-old. Yeah, um, It gets lost in the shuffle a little bit because he's he's behind an even more sensational talent in Jaden Sancho at the moment at Dortmund. But he, he has played a lot of games for them. He's played Champions League games for them. And he, he's impacted. Uh, he's made an important impact for them in, in, in various matches. And he... You, you speak to a lot of people in football. I think pretty much everyone is is fairly high on Pulisic's potential. Um, so that Chelsea rate him first and foremost as a player and as a prospect. But the fact that he's American, the fact that he has such uh, a profile, yeah. which is only likely to grow as he gets older and better in the States, which is the largest established media market in the world, I think is a is a huge bonus for whoever was going to sign him. And Chelsea moved now because they figured that if they waited until the summer, 
yep. they wouldn't be the only ones bidding and they might have to pay even more. Is it also, do you think, because uh, the transfer ban may be looming or do you have any knowledge of its credence or not, Liam? Well, I mean, we, we don't know anything about that yet. You know, UEFA keep these things very close to the chest in terms of time frames, but they are investigating Chelsea, we know that. And I think there wouldn't be, you know, Chelsea wouldn't be stunned if there was some sort of sanction to follow. And we've seen this happen with with other clubs. Of course, Chelsea had it before with, with Gael Kakuta mm. and successfully appealed it. I think, uh, I'm sure they would probably go down the, the Real Madrid-Atletico route if it did happen and look to get any ban deferred to do a bit of business and, and maybe... Uh, overturned entirely by cash, but I mean we're we're getting a bit ahead of ahead of we ourselves are. here. No, need, just there was a big meltdown on, on Twitter during the week about how that was the reason that Pulisic had been, for some people, had been bought. Well, I and, see. And it's te- I, I can see why it's tempting to think that. I can yeah. see why it's tempting to think that. But there's also, you know, I think a benefit to a player to to going out and proactively getting a player who uh, you think other clubs will be heavily interested in. I mean, we know Liverpool were interested in Pulisic in the past, although I don't think they were in the running at this stage. Mm. Um, but other English clubs could have come out of the woodwork. And, and you saw it last, you know, you saw it last year with Liverpool going out and getting Van Dijk in January. They'd missed him in the summer. Yeah. But they weren't content to let it, Although let it wait for 12 months. That was very different. I mean, you know, Van Dijk was a, was a you know, he was a ready-made Superb player who has made a huge difference to them. Uh, Liam, we didn't have Sarri in the press today, did we? We had the legend that is Jan Francozo. No, 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 don't get me started. But we had Zola <laughs> in the presser, and of course, a lot of the attention was on what's happening with uh, Callum Hudson Odoi because, of course, Bayern Munich are reportedly, I think they put in three bids now, haven't they? They're getting bigger and bigger. And, and Franco was adamant that, uh, you know, Chelsea really rate uh, Adoy and they don't want him to go. But there is a stall on the contract negotiation, isn't there? Yeah, there is. I mean, it's a it's a very difficult situation for for Chelsea at the moment because they do want to keep Hudson Odoi. They keep insisting that they value him, um, but you know, Bayern can put them in a very difficult position if they offer a lot of money, and it becomes clear that the players' heads turned. I don't know that that's the case yet, but if that becomes clear that that's the case, and he makes it clear he's not going to sign a new contract, then I think you, you get to a situation where this either plays out now or it plays out next summer. And mm. if it plays out next summer, you might not get as, as good a price. Mm. But I well, mean, exactly. Chelsea's, Chelsea's first, Chelsea's plan A, as Zola laid out today, was is remains very much. They want to keep Hudson-Odoi. Uh, the Pulisic signing doesn't affect that. You know, they, they see that there'll be plenty of minutes for both of them in the in the in the coming years you know by the start of next season Pedro will be 32 Willian will be 31 Hazard might not even be there and if he is there um Sarri still might be using him as a false nine as well so I think they they see that there's room for both of them to grow uh it just depends on on what Hudson-Odoi and his people think now uh, uh, Liam, stick with us. We're going to take a short pause, but we'll be back with you next. Liam Toomey from ESPN with us here on Love Sport. Love Sport. <laughs> yes, 
Yeah, this love sport radio with the Chelsea fan cast. We've got Liam Toomey, ESPN Chelsea correspondent, on the line with us. And I believe we had a, uh, a question from the panel from Jonathan Kidd, Labour. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, sorry, Labour got to be like that. He's then. More Tory, really, sorry. To no, yes, I am. I'm, no, I'm. Uh, <laughs> Liberal Democrat. Sort of, uh, Green Party. Lib Dem Green Party, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Socialist Revolutionary um, Party. Enough of this, Liam wants to Monster talk about Liam, um, I, I, I liked all your tweets during the week, uh, particularly the long. Was it four parted? Four parted? Four? I can't even speak. Oh, four it was eight parted. tweets. Eight tweets. It was an eight, eight tweet. Tweets. Eight tweets. Eight Fantastic. Brilliant. But I just felt it was so level headed and uh, normal as opposed to the unbelievable reaction to the Saints game that, that seemed to happen. Did you get any stick from anybody in particular about, about being so sort of um, uh, measured and sensible? Mm. Did, did you find? <clears throat> because there were so many people just going absolutely berserk. Yeah, I mean, Twitter isn't generally the place for perspective, is it? It's not. It's not where you go for for, for balance. So I, ju- I just wanted to kind of take a couple of steps back from it all and try and I always try and look at what's happening within the context of a whole season rather than because yeah. we can all get caught caught up a little bit. Even as journalists, we get a little bit caught caught up too much in the last game or the current story. But uh, sometimes I, I, I you don't was, think about the big picture. I thought they were so good against Palace and. Uh, I was really impressed, and and, uh, and at Watford, and then all right, they have a game where once again they can't score, and you can point the finger at Morata for not being uh, the sharpest tool in the box. But uh, I felt the complete meltdown was completely out of proportion. I was just bemused because uh, once again, for fifty minutes, they 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 completely bossed it. They just they just couldn't get the ball in the net, and I, I'm I, it was the the fact that so many people seem to object so violently to to his tactic, as if somehow. Uh, it, it's not what the kind of football we want to be seeing at Chelsea, uh, which I don't, I don't get. They don't seem to appreciate it, that how good we've been and how the Napoli template will work. Some of the players just clearly still don't quite get it. But uh, I, I constantly keep thinking if they had a, a decent striker up there, or, uh, and but unfortunately he's got injuries at the moment, we would have won that game easily. Particularly the, the opening goal where Morata just headed the ball tamely at the goalkeeper when the striker with any kind of nous would just have lifted it over the top. You just go, all right, there's a chance gone. And then obviously they're unlucky with the offside goal but uh, towards the end. But uh, I, I'm, I've just got... I, I've got slightly bemused by the whole thing. Just... Is that the longest question ever? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at, well, the, think... at the same time as the question, it also it, you got my angst and disquiet we about did. the whole experience. <laughs> so, well, I think I think you're right, J.K. I think uh, to to be honest, my feeling going into this season was that Chelsea could have been playing any style of football and they would be they would struggle to score at times um, just because of the personnel. They don't have. They don't have many players who score a lot of goals, and if if your strikers aren't shouldering that burden, you know Hazard's never been a volume scorer. I think Willian has broken double figures maybe one season in his career, certainly in England. Um, Pedro scored goals, but he's also had injuries and and, and sort of been a bit streaky at times. So I, I I don't I don't think it's the system, but what you get quite often, and I, th- I think Guardiola had this as well, is any manager who comes in with such a sort of singular idea of how to play and, and such a such a defined system, when they when it when results don't happen for whatever reason, um, I think it's very easy for people to just jump on it and go, oh, the idea can't work. You know, the the, the system is is fundamentally flawed. It's not going to happen. Whereas, I think you know part of the part of the reason I put that thread out earlier in the week when I did was because. I wanted to point out all the other reasons why 
why this isn't quite working at the moment. There are a lot of variables, um, a lot of moving parts, a lot of reasons why Sarri hasn't been able to implement what he's what he wants to implement. And I think there's a lot of reason to think that even if they didn't sign any new players um, next summer, which I don't think will be the case, I think they will be significant business, but even if they didn't, even if they went in with this squad and Sarri just had a full pre-season and a, um, yeah. and a lot of these players had a full summer off, I think things would be a lot better just because their understanding of the system, yeah. their understanding of the tactics with and without the ball would be an awful lot better, but they had barely any time to get up to speed with it. And now, as Sarri has said several times in recent weeks, he has absolutely no time to work with them. All they're doing is preparing the next game. Which is yeah, no time to work on tactics. And that was twas ever thus with the English Football League. I mean, that's that. This is where we find ourselves now, Liam, isn't it? I mean, irrespective of European competition, you, I mean, at this time of the year, you're playing two games a week anyway. So, one way or another, he's going to have to figure that out. But I agree with you. I mean, I think I think the fundamental problem at the moment is that you know football supporters are just devoid of any patience whatsoever. So, as you said, you know, the slightest blip, the slightest dissatisfaction gets multiplied ma- massive amounts. Uh, just going to, very quick, can, can I move it on to the, yeah, yeah, to the forest game, Jake? Jake? Is that all right? Of course, of course. Yeah, of course. Okay. Now, because, I mean, what, what I, I, I've been very, very busy all day, and usually I do my homework, Liam. Um, but, uh, you know, what, what's the score for tomorrow? I mean, I, I'm aware that we've got quite a few injuries, irrespective of whether he would have played a weakened side tomorrow anyway. So what, what's the state of play vis-a-vis injuries and selection? Well, I think it's fairly easy to predict the front three because they're the only fit attackers that Sarri has. I'll bring uh, my boots I, then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think uh, he, Zola made it sound like Hudson Odoi will start um, along with. I think Morata will probably have to play again. Uh, he needs the practice. Because, because Willian has also got a muscle problem. Pedro's not back yep. yet. Um, so, and, and Zola also confirmed that Hazard will be rested. Right. Um, so I think it'll probably be Loftus-Cheek on yeah. the right, Morata through the middle, Hudson-Odoi on the left. Mm. Um, we've not heard anything about Kovacic, but he completely missed the, yeah. the Southampton yeah. game. So maybe there was a slight problem there, but it doesn't seem to have been significant enough to be to be mentioned in any of the press conferences. So I think he'll probably come back in. Um, I, I think... Cesc Fabregas has made it quite clear that he'll be getting his, his grand farewell at the base <laughs> of midfield. Um, so no Jorginho? No, well, I mean, he needs a rest, I think, yeah. anyway. Um, Will they be on the bench, do you think? Perhaps, perhaps. I mean, it's it's always a bit harder to predict Sarri's benches than his starting eleven. He usually ter- telegraphs the starting eleven quite well. I think Car- Gary Cahill will probably have oh. a farewell appearance as well alongside Andreas Christensen. Oh, that's, that's nice. I, I have no problem with that. Yeah, um, we're selling Alonso all these players. Desperately what? needs a oh, desperately yeah. needs a rest. So I think Emerson will be at left back yeah. as well, and then yeah. maybe Ampadu or Zappacosta at right back. Mm. Okay, fair enough. Um, we we got to go, Aaron. Yeah, we yep. do. Uh, Liam, thank you so well much Cheers, for joining mate, us. As always, as always Liam marvelous. Tooney from uh, ESPN. No doubt we'll be uh, catching up with him further as the year progresses we'll on. Uh, on the way back, we're going to be talking uh, about Sarismo, Sarri ball. Plus, we'll have team news as Tottenham take on Tranmere Rovers in the first tie of this season. Come on, the Rovers. Uh, well, third round of the FA Cup. Unfortunately, it's not on uh, terrestrial no, television no, either. No, no, we can't see it. No. No. There you have it. There you have it. It's Love Sport Radio with the Chelsea Fancast. Love Sport, 558 AM. Ian Stone's Comedy Breakfast on Love Sport. 
He's vowed to regain the titles, which are rightfully mine, said Tyson Fury. Mm. And then he said, I think it's safe to say that neither Team Joshua or Matchroom will fight the Gypsy King. Uh, <laughs> Bumbleo! <laughs> I'd like to see him fight the Gypsy King. That, to me, would be a fight. <laughs> Look how he's got a guitar. Um, <laughs> you'd watch that, wouldn't you? And then that's a, that's, whoever wins that takes on the Buena Vista Social Club. <laughs> Weekdays from 6.30am. We've all got one, and we're not afraid to put it on display. Our opinions, that is. Share yours now at Love Sport Radio on Twitter, or call us 0208 70 20 558. Love Sport Radio, your fan station. We're about the Sperling. Listen to our comedy countdown at kickoff. Every Saturday from midday to 2.30. It's bonkers. It's crazy. That's it's mental. It's all about geezers. Nah, it's all about football. We've got Posh Boy, our sidekick. He does all the stats for the team news. Oh, he won't like a sidekick. Might he? No. Oh, he's a geezer. No, he's very posh. Oh, we're geezers. Listen to Bell and Sperling's comedy countdown at kickoff. Every Saturday, midday at 2.30. On, on Love Sport. This is Love Sport. Pie. Make sure you join Bell and Spurley's comedy gang out of gig off tomorrow. Uh, it's it's going to be fun from midday. I'm really looking forward to it. I love that show. It's one of my favourites on this radio station. Anyway, um, let's talk Sarisma because I, uh, following your your your, uh, your game against Southampton, yes. midweek. Did you see it? Did you see it? I didn't see the game no. because I was watching less boring match. Man United yeah, versus Man- Newcastle. I was watching Man United, but United. I had a look on social media. I had to listen to a few bits. Well, that's all you need to know, really, mate. Well, I had a look on social media on because social it's, media. Good to, it's good to gauge what fans are saying. Yes, you're right. And 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 a lot of fans aren't happy at all. Well, it goes back to what what we were saying, and you know, I kind of you know pithily put in the running order is Sarri Ball failing to deliver and I think we didn't really get to the granular detail of what Liam's tweet was about I know it's twice I've used it do I get fined if I use it again no, I think I, I should it. I love it. I no you get a bag of sugar I get a bag of sugar that's yeah. sugar I was thinking you, I think you're bred in some way I don't know why granular um, anyway uh, Liam's yeah. Liam's you know uh, kind of thoughts on it were, were very pertinent uh, I think that basically you know, it's it's not. This is not Sarri ball because they are not playing it at the level that uh, he introduced at Napoli, which is so beloved of Roman. We are led to believe, which is why he's here. So the players haven't adapted to it. But I think the trouble is that's, that's two home games without scoring. That doesn't really endear you to anybody. I think that, that, that I think there's a massive disconnect between uh, uh, between a lot of the supporters who go. And, and what they're seeing, because it is quite turgid watching. I mean, I've got to be honest here, and I don't want to get hate mail from all the Saristas out there, but just seeing I, your team, I'm one, actually, yeah, well, is that one? Well, well, this is why I'm Sarista. No, no, but, but this is good. This is because I'm, I'm I'm really not trying to be down on it. I'm just yeah, trying to yeah, yeah. be honest about it. Yeah. It is fairly turgid just watching a side having possession for possession's sake, passing sideways, sideways, sideways. Now, I, I'm not saying 
they're all rubbish and, it, and Sarri should be fired because of it. I'm just recognising what I see. And, you know, I know that Sarri ball is supposed to be, mo- you know, fast moves forward, fast, quick, one-touch passing going forward. But that isn't happening. So, therefore, what we're seeing at the moment is not entertaining. And I'm, I was about to write a blog this week, which is, you know, that famous thing from Glad- Gladiator. Are you not entertained? And I'm going <laughs> to say that with no. grabbing no, because I'm not. Well, I th- but I th- Apart from the City match, where we played like we have done for the last 15 years. To why the city match was well because it was a different style wasn't it we it didn't was, well, we didn't yeah. we didn't play heroic defending yeah lucky as anything yeah with a sari moment where they sucked him in and then yeah, played the ball to the goal, wing that very, first goal was well com- kante's goal yeah, yeah. was very very yeah, definitely uh, sarismo yeah, no. i mean i really want to see it work Jonathan. No, no, i'm not going to throw sari out with the ball no no, no but there are so many people now i mean the abuse that sari was well, getting that's unreal was absolutely but the the dire abuse. Um, yeah, it was the modern was, yeah, social media world know, we live was, in. You just think, hang on, they drew nil nil. All right, but and, that's entitlement, isn't it? Yeah, I think. Yeah, there is. There is a. There also, there's a. There's a. Uh, a jealousy of of um, City and Liverpool to an extent, and people just want this, the. Well, I think there's quality. a recognition that we are behind. Uh, behind, them. we and are. Spurs, well, even. Uh, um, I'm not convinced Spurs as in much. In terms of football, uh, yeah, the, I think the football played possibly, but I, I, if if you look, at, let's take Ross Barkley for an example, who didn't play very much, was clearly training. Uh, uh, I've got a big thing about training i got taken to task for this on twitter by various people and some some people i think you should know better took me to task because i said name and shame and uh, no i won't okay. no no no, no. <laughs> no, no his <laughs> lawyers have been talking yeah, to him been, clearly. yeah yeah clearly <laughs> <laughs> but but i keep going on about training because the the i mean you watch that sandal until i die i um, haven't yet but you I, must I, watch I, it yeah, fantastic yeah. Fan, yeah. absolutely fantastic yeah. but also the big thing is about they all say the players say it's in the training it you've is. got to do it and the manager says both of them grayson yeah. and yeah. coleman say Show me in training, and you'll be in the first team. Yeah. That's the only only gauge they've got. It, it, you don't get better by not doing anything. I'm going to ask you a question, which yeah, is yeah. very pertinent to this, yeah, but yeah. in a completely weird juxtaposition. Yeah, yeah. You know, you are, you are an actor in many respects. Oh, darling. An you're, actor. A, you're a voice artiste. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have acted and done all of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, tell me, hand on heart, yeah. if you ever gave as good a performance in a dress rehearsal as you did in the actual live performance. Um... No, I don't think you no, do. No, and I don't not, think I not ever the did. first night. I think you do after the first week when yeah. you've relaxed. But you see and what I mean. This example, I used to do. I was I'd in, have been a terrible uh, trainer, basically, is what I'm saying. Yeah, would have, yeah. For me, it's all about the 90 minutes on the pitch. Yeah, yeah, so I wouldn't yeah. have got picked. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but you've got to. I think they they can take that into consideration as long as you you pr- there's something that you're, they're seeing within the training. And this is this is why they can't take a chance on a doy, for example, if he's not doing it. Then he comes into the team. And he doesn't take anybody on. He passes the ball back. Yeah. Now he's clearly not got the confidence, and Sarri is seeing this, and that's why I'm on Sarri's side about the training. But I got told, you know, um, uh, oh yeah, what about that guy? Who's pre- they wouldn't even mention names to an extent. Well, that guy who's played left back for us, and I said, I've just wrote Alonso. Yeah, him. He's he's been useless. Yeah, got, you've got to give Emerson it's a just, go. It's just you go, is, I said, yeah, but it may be that Emerson toddler is behavior. In, of course, it? it's toddler behaviour. You know? No, but it disappoints me. As I say, there are some people who should but know. Yeah, a lot but the social media people are angry. It comes from this lack of patience. Is yeah, what there, I was it is. It's to. lack of patience and anger. But to yeah. me, I'll take an example from what I was thinking we we're going to talk about earlier. Was that Ross Barkley, for example, came through, played for England, was much, was better, was shooting, was mm. scoring goals, was excellent. Since that moment where he's supposedly back to his best, he has been caught in possession all the time. His passes are going nowhere, and he hasn't not a single shot has he had on target. In fact, every shot he has gets blocked or. He doesn't do. He does what they all do, which is think about having a shot 
and lay it off. So somewhere, and I think it's the, well, it's it the is lo- this fact the that lo- they're not... It's the last 20 metres. It, 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 he said, well, but it is. Because and he's right. He's completely right. Yeah. The, the football is fantastic. Up to the last eight. Yeah, uh, it is, but it's great. It, they were against Palace. It, they were absolutely sublime because Palace, all right, he wanted to play defensively, but they could not get the ball. No. Now, if you're not ever getting the ball against the side, that side is doing wonderfully. However, it has to be translated into goals. And but, I think it is purely down to ha- to one to having a striker. I, I, I'm, I'm inclined to agree. And I thought that what... I mean, having told you that I didn't listen to the presser, I lied. I caught a bit oh. of, of it on, on Sky Sports News okay. this evening. But I thought the point he made about Morata was absolutely bang on. He said it's a confidence problem. Uh, but he needs to think about what he's doing before the conclusion of the goal and his wonderful kind of Italian English. Yeah, it's yeah, not just yeah. about the conclusion, which is the goal. It's it's what happens before that. In other words, he has to think about what he does to contribute to the team in the build-up to a goal. Well, one of the things you, you know, can do, for example... Is he move. He suddenly... Well, no, not no, be no, offside. No, no, not be offside. But, well, what did he suddenly it's do? the movement. Hanging though. around the goalkeeper, stopping him from kicking the ball. Well, that's classic old strike stuff. But, I mean, look... No, I know, but... but look, here's what? the thing. He's Jonathan, offside, Jonathan, then. you and I have seen a huge amount of strikers in our time oh, watching Chelsea. God. and still one of my favourites an onion bag still still my two favourites for this reason I mean without a shadow of a doubt Viali uh, but I also loved Crespo, and the reason I loved those two was the intelligence of their movement. They were never stationary. They were always moving. They were always pulling defenders out of position, creating space for others. That is what you need for a modern striker, and I think that's what Zola's alluding to when he says that Morata doesn't do enough. He was also saying much the same about Hudson-Odoi, saying that most of the, the talks he's had with him hitherto have been about tactics and getting him you know, up to speed tactically. He thinks he's got huge ability and talent but he doesn't understand the game well enough for how they need to play but surely even my sunday football i noticed that you know if you run about somebody doesn't get near you and the ball can be given to you well you have to, it has to be with purpose you know otherwise well, you just run around where, no, where does no, he rank in terms of chelsea strikers? he ranks higher than no 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 we don't do that again, again <laughs> do, do you remember that film life of brian i used to love that yes yes for chelsea <laughs> move, on. <laughs> move on for all the chelsea strikers you've seen Modric. yeah where, 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 where is he? Where's Morata? Yeah. Morata? He's, he, he, where where he's, is he? He's under a bench somewhere. He's about the same, the same as Joe Allen at the moment. Yeah. Uh, Joe Allen was from Hartlepool. Yeah. Hartlepool's. Hartlepool's. Hartlepool's as it was yeah. at the time. Yeah. Alan remember, Mays. I remember him scoring. He scored a goal, like his only Chelsea goal, possibly. Yeah. And this was when the... He was the great you, white hope at the time, he was. He? he was bought yeah. by Porterfield. God, and the, the ground was then... He listens to the show, by the was, way. Uh, does he? He was, on, he was on Love Sport. Hello, they talking about he? Chelsea. Was he? Yes. Seriously? Yes. Oh, dear. He's a lovely bloke. Anyway, I'm sure he's fantastic. Anyway, I remember... He was a fantastic striker. We lied. Yeah, we lied. An incident... Incidents of... He scored a goal to make it 1-1 yeah. and he was so pleased with his goal that he ran this is when they had the greyhound track he ran vaulted over the greyhound track and went up to the shed which is about yeah. 30 yards away yeah. and punched the yeah. air and there were only about four minutes to go and and Bates wrote in his programme notes it would have been nice if our striker had just you know let the ball go in the net pick the ball up and then started again to see if we could score another <laughs> one sort of celebrating no pleasing that, that. some people no, no. no pleasing have we got a, uh, is that, can we, we should we take a pause yeah. let's take yeah. a pause on the way back uh, we'll be talking more Chelsea and yeah in fact I will be giving you that Tottenham team news they've made eight changes this evening so yeah we'll be giving you that it's still Tottenham de- well there you go <laughs> it's 7.42 this is Love Sport 558am Love Sport
Yeah, this is Love Sport Radio with the Chelsea fan. I was taking a look at some team news tonight and uh, Tottenham have made eight changes from their Premier League win at Cardiff. There's no Harry Kane, Hugo Luis, Toby Alderweireld or Christian Eriksen. Alderweireld, Kane and Eriksen are on the bench but it's still, uh, well, there's still nine internationals involved. Delhi Ali does start and captain Spurs Son. Hyung Min starts as well. Spurs line up with Gazaniga, Oria, Foyth, Sanchez, Davis, Walker, Peters, Skip, Ali, Lucas, Son and Llorente. Uh, Tamir Overs make just two changes in the last league game, Harvey Gilmore, and cult hero Steve McNulty yeah. come in. He's got a body like mine. Well, Steve McNulty? Yeah, overweight. <laughs> do, you, do you know Steve McNulty? Not personally, no. no. But he's a proper, proper player, though. He's, yeah. I mean, you know. Oh, Steve McNulty! He's played for Luton! Yeah. I remember him. I remember him, yeah. Uh, we got a call. Mark's Have on we? the line. Mark! Mark, Mark, Mark! Happy New Year! Happy New Year. Merry Christmas to you all. How are you, fella? You all right? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Yeah, we're, we're happy to we're be good. back, actually, we're aren't we? We missed it, we you know. We are, we missed it. It's enforced. nice to hear your voice. Thank you. Nice to hear yours, too. So, what How about you? my voice? Do you like that one as well? <laughs> God, he's so, oh, he just needs he's so needy, well, Mark. So needy. He's so <laughs> flaming needy. Actors, man. Oh, actors. Actors. Exactly. I'm glad you appreciate that. Thank <laughs> you, Mark. Thank you. Anyway, what what can we do you for, Mark? Well, I was just calling, I, you know, I heard the conversation before the mm. break, and I have to say that I I agree with JK that the problem is down to us not having a competent goal-scoring striker. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, I think yeah. if you watch the game, I don't, you know, I'm not all into just the stats, but if you look at it, you know, we had 72% possession, we had more corners, we had more shots, more shots on goal. We had everything other than yeah. an inability to put the ball in the, the, ball in the onion bag. We are completely You're useless right, at it. corners. It's quite phenomenal. Every corner, you just think the ball's—it's wasted. Do you know time. what though, Joe? We've, we've been doing this show for ten—well, not this show for ten years, but the podcast for ten years. Yeah. And I remember even then we would moan about the corners. The last decent taker of corners at Chelsea were Graham Lasso and Franco Zola. Yeah. They've been rubbish. But you need somebody then. on the end of it, don't you? I think one do. one matter was decent on corners. He was decent. Yeah. Well, he, he took one very good one on uh, the 19th of May yeah. 2012, which I will ever remember. I went, and he, then he fell down three store, you know, three tiers at Munich when that went in. Anyway, let's not go down that road. I, I'm, I'm with you guys too. I, I think it, it, the, the problem is, as, as Sari says, it's the last 20 meters. It, it's the, you know, we don't have people who are good enough at putting the ball on the net. But the, but the reality is, whilst yes, you know, our strikers aren't good enough, Mark. Uh, you, I, I expect other players to contribute, and I don't think we have enough goals in midfield either. Now, I know he was spoiled rotten with the likes of Frank Lampard not that long ago, but I don't see any goals from Jorginho. I'm delighted to see Kante, who I think is, as you would expect, of the genuinely only other world-class player that we've got, who has improved his game in that new position and scored a great goal against Palace. But, uh, but you, you don't expect Kante to score 10 or 15 goals, do you? Uh, we've got Barkley, Kovacic, Loftus-Cheek... I mean, Loftus-Cheek, I think, is a goal scorer, but he doesn't play enough. So I don't think there's enough goals all around that team, you know, let alone whoever happens to be in the number nine. I mean, what, what do you think about that? I agree to an extent, but I think that goal scoring from the midfield only comes in when the forwards don't score. I mean, if you take, for example, Real Madrid, how many score does Madrid score? You know, how many goals does many. Casemiro score? Yeah, they don't have to because they have Ronaldo, who bangs in 50 goals every year. Yeah. So to me... It still comes down, and then we also have wingers who aren't natural goal scorers as well. I mean, Willian is a pass-first guy. Hazard is not a natural goal scorer. You know, even Pulisic, he's not a natural guy. You would say, okay, he's going to bang in 20, or he's never done it. I mean, he's still young. 
But, you know, I just think we just don't have enough guys who are used to taking a ton of shots because we usually play a counterattacking. We win the ball, we race down the field, and we, we score. You know, you don't have to take 15 shots. Well, the, you only the, get two yeah, chances the, and you convert them both. And the, the trouble with that, Mark, and I think we were alluding to this uh, earlier on, is that that's fine. But most of the teams that we play, uh, certainly in the Premier League, are going to defend with nine men behind the ball. And they're not going to allow us to counterattack. And and I think this is the other problem that we have. We can have all the possession in, in the world. And I, and I know that teams will do this as a deliberate tactic. They'll say, yeah, you know, let Chelsea have the ball uh, up until about... We'll, we'll defend two lines 20 metres out, between 20 and 30 metres out, and we'll let them have the ball. Because they're not going to do us any harm out there. But the minute they start to go forward, we're on them. And we find it very hard to break those teams down. I think when we play a decent team who will actually bother to attack us, it makes for a better yeah. game because, yeah. you know, we will find space and we can exploit that. But 80% of the teams, 90% of the teams we play in the league aren't going to allow us to do that and they're just going to defend like Leicester did, you know, which makes for poor watching, actually, frustrating watching, and also, I think, the, the vulnerability to get hit on the counter ourselves. Yeah, definitely. And, and I do have one more point that I want to say because I know it. I hear a lot of people talking about you know, we need a plan B yeah. and this. And this is going to sound crazy, but to me, I think plan Bs have sort of gotten us into the situation we are in now with the squad. So if you take 16, 17, and I'm not saying that I didn't want that to happen because it was a wonderful season, but when Conte switched the formation, you can say that we overachieved as a team. So when we came into the next year, it's like, oh, Chelsea mm-hmm. won the title. They're a good team. We were we were nowhere near as good as the as way the team played because of how it came in. So I think I would want Sorry to stick with the plan he has now because he could switch it up, sure, well, and maybe we would get better results. But how? What are we going to look like? Oh, I, I, going I get that. Forward? Yeah, I mean, I think you know I, I mean, I think yeah, mate. I, I think like Jonathan, I, I think we do just we need to be patient. If if you hire, uh, you know, a, a football philosopher like uh, Sari then you can't expect him to do anything other than that, you know, as in sticking to what he does. But I, I, have, I have a difficulty with it, I'll be honest with you, because I'm, I'm an old cynic and I'm a pragmatist. So I like to see managers with in-game management that if something isn't working, they change it. Because that's, oh, yeah, that's what they're... Oh, yeah, in-game, definitely. Yeah, but he doesn't. He still plays the same way, and if he makes substitutions, he, he substitutes like for like as a general rule. Um, uh, but as I said... Much as we might want to complain about that, and in fact many of us do, in a, in a sense it's a bit daft because you know what you got with Sarri. He's going to play the way he plays. His, his philosophy is keep playing the way we'll play, and if you play it properly, we'll win. But I think it does irritate a lot of people like me who, who do believe in, in, a, in a more pragmatic style of management, but there you go. And we've been spoiled. We've yeah, been spoiled with Chelsea because all we care about is winning right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's we great. We got used to it. But when we don't buy those world-class players, it doesn't really benefit us necessarily moving forward. You know, well, three years from now, what are we going to look like? I know. Like? I mean, it's a very, very it's, big leap that we're, we're kind of taking at the moment, Mark, and it, it's, it's not easy for a lot of us. A lot of us got very used to not winning at all, let alone seeing entertaining football, and then we got, then we got a little bit of entertaining football but, and a lot of winning. We got used to the winning, so a lot of us don't care about whether we have entertaining football or not because we like winning, and, you know, and on and on it goes. But it's, it's, it's difficult. I, personally, I just hope that we're patient with Sarri because I think, you know, I think let's see what happens. 
agree. Uh, Mark, Mark, thank you very much uh, for your call this evening. Happy New Year to you, pal. We appreciate you uh, giving us a, a bell into the show. Loads of tweets flying in. A few for your quiz as well, too. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Do you want me to... Um, yes, shall we remind remind the listeners of the quiz? Basically, as we always do, which I love, love doing this quiz, I want to know... Who has played for both Chelsea and Nottingham Forest, who are playing in the FA Cup uh, on Saturday tomorrow? Uh, and I found 13. And, I, and you see, I knew Mark Meehan would do this. Eddie McCready, 1977. One of the nicest blokes, by the mm. way, you'll see at Chelsea. He's an absolute absolute superstar. Anyway, he got in there very quick with my absolute favourite, actually. Duncan McKenzie, Jonathan. Oh, legend. Oh, who could jump over course. minis. Yeah. yeah. Player for Leeds as well. Yeah. Played for Leeds. Yeah. Dirty Leeds. Duncan McKenzie. Duncan McKenzie. Anyway, Duncan McKenzie. Kenzie, Kenny player. Swain, of course. Yeah. Who he, want, he yeah. went to Forest. He went after, to Forest. After Brum, uh, after did. Villa. Yeah, Kevin Hitchcock, after he had oh, been on Hitch. our books. Shush. After he had been on our books as, we, a, as a young... I'm trying to read the tweet out. I'm, just, it, I'm it, some, it saying with the surprise. End, excuse me, is it time now for this? Shouldn't this be the end of the uh, the show? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just reading them out as I'm getting them in. Oh, good, good. We're not okay. making more decisions. No, no, the no, problem no, is no. we're not allowed to contribute to this. You can't. Well, no, because you know the answers. I don't. If you had had the notes printed out, then you would have had the answers. Anyway, Kevin Hitchcock, after he had been on our books as a youngster 40 years ago, which oh, I didn't know. I don't want to know about that. Paul Hanlon, or uh, at uh, Buzzcock Blue. JT, of course. Famously yeah, he was, was there for alone, absolutely. And, uh, and, of course, Patrick Bamford played uh, played for Forrest as well for a short while. Uh, oh, ah, we've got another one from uh, from uh, Mark. He says, top marks for the quiz tonight. This is really testing the grey matter. Remainder are going to be the Loneys or one one appearance club Jim Barron next one actually I didn't have Jim Barron on my list so Oxford a, United he played yeah for that's a new well. one well done great stuff so there you go what have they got to do Aaron to, to join in the quiz you can call 0208 70 258 can or, tweet in at Love Sport Radio or at Chelsea Fancast can I, can I chuck my one in yeah yeah go for it man yeah Michael Mancien yes bang on well done well done well done he played actually the thank last you. time we played for it thank you Jonathan yeah, yeah. thank you yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, good. No, great. Comes from the art. Yeah, I've forgotten that one. I've forgot. I've got any right. I didn't think of any. You got them down here. And you I can it, cheat this. Week. I know, but I didn't want to cheat. No, no, I no, just no, wanted no. to be get thinking. You know, you said making the grey matter work. I'm here I'm trying to make it work. Aaron's Aaron's on the verge of of some genius. <laughs> the, there. The, the thing is, I've got one, but this guy's paid for everyone. Go on, I'll well, Dave Bezzer. Yeah. yeah, he's paid for everyone. Yeah, yeah. So on there. He shouldn't even really count in the quiz. To be you fair. know that because I emailed you earlier on. Did you? I did. You didn't read the email, did you? No. Okay, you're you're absolved then. Thank you. <laughs> I, see, I see. We're now linked with uh, Anatovic. Why would West Ham want Inovich, to sell him? Inovic, Outovic, in, out, in, out, shake it all about Outovic. Madness on here. It's just absolute rubbish. Do you know? What oh. the, do you know what I I say? The press are turning to. An absolute shark. 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 Stinkers. stinkers, all of them, a lot utter of them. Stinkers. stinkers. I don't know about you, but I'm utterly, utterly um, stinkered out. Nil-nil <laughs> um, <laughs> between Tranmere Rovers and Tottenham Hotspur in the third round of the FA Cup. Ten minutes gone there, and Tranmere have 11% of possession, but they've just had a shot through Steve McNulty. <laughs> The legend that is legend. Steve McNulty. I'm, I'm going to bet on him to score in a minute. Steve, uh, yeah, Steve McNulty with the shot for uh, for, uh, for Tranmere Rovers. Uh, Jonathan's having a lot of activity on social media. Mark Worrell's calling him top boy in an unruly looking firm. <laughs> I don't know what that, what that means. Does that mean that I was the boss? You was the yeah. man, innit? You top, was, top it, boy. It was your I firm, wasn't it? Not, I think I'm, it was your yeah, firm. My firm. No, no. I'd have, yeah, it's good. I'm learning something. I'm learning something new every day. Top boy. No, I was. What's the equivalent of the lowest person in the firm? Then? The, the, uh, the stinker. Stinker boy. Stinker. 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 No, stinker. Not, not top boy. Stinker boy. Uh, up next, 
that after 8 o'clock we're talking transfer when we're talking the magic of the coupe mm. uh, if you're oop for the coupe give us a call and Chelsea uh, looking at the Chelsea versus first plus we've got the opposition view as mm. well Cheech JK in all the years you've been following Chelsea you hardly ever miss a match home or away but how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV oh Cheech I'd be bereft inconsolable the thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match... And they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow. Great. Uh, But yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month. And you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. <laughs> Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 558am. Love sport. The pensioners are back, but with no walking sticks in sight. They're carefree, wherever they may be. They're the famous CFC. Blue is their colour, and football is their game. If you come to Stamford Bridge, you'll remember their name. It's the Chelsea Fancast on Love Sport. You know, we, we've got Rosie producing. It's the first time in a while, yeah. isn't it, Rosie? Like, she had a really stern look on her face. Really, then. like, angry. She's not used to Jonathan. 
Well, yeah. You know, very school, ma- uh, school. Uh, what's the word? Marmish. Marmish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. School, school ma- Prime of Jean, uh, Miss Jean Brody. <laughs> I can't see her. I can. She the, looked the, very cross <laughs> with you. The thing is, pa- Paddy knows how to like you know. Well, Paddy just wades in, doesn't he? Really, he just yeah, Rosie. Just does well, what Paddy does, he just comes in and smacks him really hard in the mouth. Okay, it works every time. No, not around the head. Well, oh, whatever, wherever, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, 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 if you never knew Rosie, kid actually sang that song. That's yeah, why we did. sing it. So. He gets royalties every time he every every time he sings it. You see, that's, like that's why he does. But it is me singing on it, Rosie. <laughs> so if you, if you want, can you just hit the reload button? No, no, don't reload. Uh, Rewind. Yeah. Good evening. This is Love Sport Reddit. It's your Chelsea fancast <sighs> on Love Sport for your Friday night. What, what more do you want on a Friday night? Oh, I can't think beer in a pub. Person. Oh no, don't no, say no, that. no, 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 like, no. Listen to it in the pub. Do you know what? In in about half an hour's time, we're gonna have a break, yeah. and kiddos just gonna stay into oblivion. And go. I'm having pasta tonight. That's true. That's exactly. Really? Yeah. Is that what you do? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's true, Aaron, does it Aaron, the quiz is yeah. going mental. It's going, it's, going, it's going mental. Do you know what? Who's waiting? Baz Cooper. Baz Cooper. The Baz legend Cooper. is Baz Cooper. Fantastic. We'll speak to him later nice on. Nice Baz. Baz Cooper. Can I, can I read? We've got some more answers. Uh, Ed, Eddie McCready, 1977, also known as the wonderful Mr. Meehan. Again, legendary. He's got Leon Knight in there. I forgot about Leon Knight. I can believe forgot about him as well. It's another one. That wasn't on my list originally, so that makes it 15 now. Uh, who else have we got? A little, uh, Tim Rolls also said Ken Swain. Your mate Baz. Baz has come up with... Baz is flying. Yeah, got all of those. Yeah, Duncan McKenzie, Malcolm Anciem said those. Sam Hutchinson, yes, that was on my list. Todd Kane, also on the list. Not heard from him uh, thus far. And John Terry, yes, we knew about that. So that's all good. Uh, and Mark's done it again. Uh, he, said, he said Todd Kane and Patrick Bamford did not play in the first team. Well, they're still counting on my list, so yes. Sean, uh, yes, so will Sean Wright Phillips count? Started at Forest but did not play in the first team. Guess what? He's on my list, so yes. Ooh. So there we go. Uh, and uh, Jay, uh, or, or at Arno Jay says, Chuck Big Dave wasn't in there too. Yeah, we got him on there, yeah. but that's good. So there we go. Flying tonight. Absolutely it's flying. flying the, Brilliant the stuff. No shards involved and no stinkers no at all. No stinkers. Yeah. Uh, let's talk transfer window. We've got plenty of points on our list. Where do you want to start? Well, I think we kind of talked about the fact that um, there's a bit of a... You know, it's a bit torn between whether Pulisic is, is a good signing or is it just a corporate signing. Um, I think, to be fair, you know, we should actually wait to see the lad play before making a judgment. But I, I am an old cynic, JK, and I kind of know where this club is going and it smacks of a very corporate signing. Well, yes, you know, like a Guy Lawrence signing to appease the American market and well, make money. I, I remember when it, fir- it first surfaced and we were unbelievably disappointed we were a bit, the, weren't we? with the cynicism involved because he had hardly excelled he wasn't playing for Dortmund well and Jay and, uh, Sancho has kept has, him has out has kept him out which, just, which is the uh, link with hudson Doy, exactly and hudson yeah. Doy must be communicating with Sancho and Maybe. hearing that he's playing all the time good player and, uh, Sancho though by the looks but of it but I'm still not even convinced that this Borussia you, you coming you in and wanting I mean, to play 30 million I mean all these things are, you think where do they it's come it's a lot from? of money isn't it isn't to spend it? on somebody who's 20 who's not really proven but I tell you yeah. what has been fascinating and I, and I know we love them the pieces because we did a we did a podcast with them uh, last week, didn't we? The London is Blue Boys, and lovely to see all of our American friends come over here. But to see how excited they all oh, are, they loved it. Uh, kind of unnerves me a bit, actually. Uh, you know, well, it's one of them playing for. for well, their, is that for what it is? I can't team. really understand that. I suppose. Well, I think so. it was a representative that they've grown yeah. up with that they've yeah, seen maybe playing so. for their favourite side. Bit the weird, the thing is. We will never ever feel that feeling of no, we won't oh my you. god, you know David Beckham playing in the MLS. Wow, this is incredible. Or, or you know, we imagine actually, no, years there is time. there is an analogy to be made here. Oh, we do get this. It's it's is it is as if like Alan Hudson, who was born and bred just down the road from Stamford Bridge, 
became a Chelsea star. We, that was why we got such a buzz. So actually, when they, if they see Pulisic make it at Chelsea, that's it's a similar but buzz I, for them. I, th- I, think. I think it's a sense of with them, it's a sense of you know a player going from a lesser league to a bigger league and sort of making the step up and he's a, he's a bit of a poster boy. I think in the sense of when an English player go like an actual English player plays goes in the goes, NFL. Well no plays in 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 the uh in La Liga. I, I thought, you know, Michael when Michael Owen and Jonathan Woodgate went over to La Liga, I thought that was a really, really, really big thing. <laughs> We're all rubbish. Well that's <laughs> yeah. but, but, but also that's because I, I got excited Man- I got excited I remember, when Luther Blissett went to I AC Milan. When Steve like, McManaman went to La Liga and everyone was like, Whoa I was excited when John Charles went to Real Madrid. Oh. I wasn't excited well, when I've Jimmy Greaves went to, to AC Milan. Yeah, okay, well, yeah. I wasn't excited you when Jimmy Greaves went to John Charles is earlier. I know, I know. Yeah. he was about the first, wasn't he? But I do remember um and I, I'm trying to remember when it was really. I suppose it was kind of 80s, wasn't it? We did get excited about uh, you know English players going abroad and I doing well. Mark Haitley played for Milan, he didn't did. he? Ray Wilkins, of course. Alex James came from Alex uh, James from uh, Scotland. The broken blur. Play, play for Arsenal. Did in he? the 30s. <laughs> Shut up. I was excited then. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, you melt. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, should we talk about Hudson Odoi again? Because that, I mean, that's quite an interesting. Thing that's where going are, where on are here. we right now with the buying bid? Is it thirty? Is it forty? I mean, it's no, thirty. But, but, the last but, but, I heard. Well, is the, Where are we hearing this from? Well, you know, I, it's I, clearly I, that that one is clearly, I think, accurate because they were speaking about it with authenticity in the press today. Was it? Well, no, Zola but, was. well no, but you, I mean, he spoke about it today. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Did. Fair enough. No, it's, it's always. I, I mean, was, if it wasn't true, he would have said well, it's not yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. You know, I always so. want these things authenticated because the well, it kind the of worst was. example for me was during the week was to see on Twitter, a picture of Tammy Abraham with a wool oh, shirt rubbish. in his hand. I know, rubbish, but, it, but the consequence of that, Chidge, was that The Standard ran an article saying, lot of activity with Chelsea, the Adoy is, con- is connected to um, Bayern Munich and, uh, no, sorry, to yes, it's Bayern, and um, Abraham has been sold. Yeah, I know. Well, we should phone so, up Simon Johnson and say, yeah. "Oi, mate, what's going on?" But he paid. He paid attention to that picture, yeah. and it was a fake. I know. So, the, so if the press, fake news, if the fake press news. is being is being, they've been duped. Duped. The perfect word, duped. young man. Duped. But there's such a, a frenzy about it, isn't there? And I mean, look, we 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 talked about this time and time and time again. You know, you and I tonight could make up a, a rumour because yeah. we've got, you know, we've yeah. got pretty good connections yeah, to the yeah, club yeah. and yeah. I can guarantee you yeah. if we slip that to the right journalist it would be in the back pages tomorrow because they don't bother with fact checking no. they don't care about the veracity of the story or not it's all about will people read it and will it sell, will it, will it give us more clickbait, will it sell more newspapers, that's all they care about because they also know that the day after there'll be another one and it's all forgotten and I'm afraid that's the world we live in mate You know what yeah today's news is tomorrow's chip mate absolutely that's what they what, say what will they do if the chip industry goes out the, <laughs> the, the fish well, and chips no one know what they have already it's now right. a rather rather just it's all online bits of, you no, get your fish you, and chips online yeah, you, they put it in your hands HMV mate they put it in your hands it falls out no, no. I get it's a nice kind of uh, I get, I've got a chippy that visits yeah. me in Winchester he's like in a little van and it's beautifully made and it's all very organic it's very nice you don't get given a newspaper though do you no 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 he doesn't do it he's like a nice little bag poisoning these days well, you we, wouldn't, have we got time to talk about... We, haven't, we, we need to take a yeah, pause, right, but we right, will right. on the other okay, side. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. This is Love Sport. Love Sport. This is Love Sport.
jo- Jonathan's joined the ITK brigade. <laughs> in that, so one, in that, wonderful, in that wonderful Glasgow Shelby, Celtic Shelby scarf. Shelby to Chelsea. You, yeah. you started that one this I week. I did, yeah, this yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, let's go with that one. Yeah. It's a lovely Celtic scarf you got. Do you know what? I think I think that the Chelsea fan cast should enter into the 21st century with yeah. the I, ITK brigade. And, have a, and we should join in the section. fun. I think every Monday and Friday from now yeah. on, yeah. for the rest of January, we should create our new transfer rumour. I think Shelby to Chelsea is a good yeah. one. We'll have that for tonight. I'd do like you know that. what? You, you, what you need to do is you need to do it like, you know, the Champions League draw style. So you know to have little like players names in like little balls and then circumstances and little balls and then fees and little balls and just pick out randoms yeah and we can tweet it out we can tweet it out and see how far they go you know see if they get picked up but there's actually there's one there's one uh, account on social media that's like a they call a parody account Indy Calia, uh, well it? no it's Sky Sports Somalia oh yeah yeah and yeah. Uh, they, they, they pop up nice ones now and then uh, can I just say yeah. Jay has tweeted in with a great one uh, for the quiz Go for, go for it. Uh, Ryan Bertrand. Yeah, that's been mentioned. Oh, sorry. No, no, I'm sure it's been mentioned. Yeah, ni- nice one, yeah, Jay. It's a, he's right. It's on my list. Um, Elsewhere, and Dean Mears has a, an FA Cup question, which ah. I think, should we ask it a little bit later on, well, or should we, we carry on? We, yeah, we could do it now, man. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. said, uh, most match-going fans will take an FA Cup over a top-four finish. If that happened, would it be enough for Sarri to keep his job? Mm. Good question, Dino. Repeat that, please. Uh, Dean Mears, yeah. uh, Liberal Democrats, yeah, yeah. has asked at Love Sport Radio FA yeah. Cup question for yeah. the at yeah. Chelsea fan yeah. boys. Yeah. 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 Most match going fans will take an FA Cup over a top four finish. If that happened, would it be enough for Sarri to keep his job? Um, I, I'm, I'm appalled that we're debating whether Sarri's job is on the line here. I, 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 even in a, Answer even the in a question! question. No, I, I'm not going to. I'm dis- utterly disappointed. Jonathan uh, is abstaining. Uh, yeah, refuse to answer that question. He, because it's what we call a spoiled ballot because, paper. Yeah, because I've, I've, I've drawn a... Um, <laughs> he's uh, done something nasty to the ballot a, paper yeah, and he's drawn, thrown I've it in drawn, the corner. I've drawn you? a couple of spherical objects and a <laughs> banana. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we know what's on your mind. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I think... I'm uh, sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. Can, I, I'll, can I answer it then? Because you refuse to. I refuse to. Because not going to be sacked for not getting to one of them. I think it's an interesting. I think it's an interesting question. Oh, a, I'm with Dean on this. You know, most real supporters, uh, and we're going to get onto this in a minute because we are going to talk about the FA Cup. But I love the FA Cup. Me I think too. Chelsea supporters particularly love the FA Cup, uh, not least because of the weird relationship we have with it, having won it in '70 and then didn't do anything for 24 years, 27 years. years. So yeah, we love the FA Cup. We've won it a lot of times, and there is nothing like seeing your club win some silverware at the end of the season for me that will be forever far more important than a vacuous arsenal-esque finishing fourth and pretending you've won a trophy however dean and this alludes to this goes on to what i was alluding to a minute ago i think the corporatization of the club the way that we don't have a director of football which i think if you want to be an elite club is madness now you know who's buying our players who's got our football strategy uh who's who's in charge of the football strategy it ain't the manager he's just told to get on with the job and do what you know deal with the players that he's given so you trying to tell me that marina granovskaya who is a remarkably able woman very bright woman and incredibly successful business person in her own right I couldn't possibly say I'm that. I'm not allowed to say that. That is unbelievably I? sexist. I know, I know, but I did it deliberately. And she knows people who know people who yeah, will sort you yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the well, reality is... admiring her look, they may well be very... They may well be... You know, the Chelsea board may well be fantastic business people. You know, the club have just made 65 million quid this year, the biggest profit they've ever made, I think. Most of that's down to player sales. But then you can say, well, they've sold some very good players and they've bought some pretty bad ones. That's why they've made a profit. So the reality is... 
I don't think that the people who make football decisions at that club are good enough. And I think it doesn't matter, because as long as they're making enough money, they don't care, because it's a business now. It's not a football club. They've kind of built it up to a certain level. We won't get relegated. They'll keep making money. And if we come fourth every year, they'll be happy. But then why did they buy Kepper as the most expensive? Because I think, people? from what I understand, Kepper had been on the cards for a long time. Yeah, but why? If that makes well, sense. Because they, they had Emanalo on the case, didn't they, before that? Oh, well, Emanalo might have been. Yeah. Him, you mean. Hold on a minute. Didn't you buy Kepper because you needed a goalkeeper? Yes, but you see, we had a, we had a very effective scouting network, and Michael Emilio, who gets, I think, a very bad press, and I think largely, you know, amongst Chelsea supporters, largely because, of course, he was always used as the scapegoat. Remember when he was famously wheeled out when Mourinho got the boot with the whole palpable discord thing? But I, I know a few people inside football who used to say to me, "Why do you lot?" hate on Michael Amanalo so much he's really hugely respected in the football industry he knows his onions this guy and actually when you look at the kind of people that we were getting in first I mean the, we, we were getting Lukaku De Bruyne these kind of players we were getting them under the nose of everybody else getting them in early what have we done since he's gone no one there's been nobody's coming we thought my goodness but I don't think the club care if they come fourth every year, they'll be happy with that because the balance sheet will be fine. It's corporatisation, and, and as Tony Glover on the Monday Night Show has said many, many times, it's the arsenalification of Chelsea. That is where we're heading. Uh, Dean Mears has said, come on, Jonathan Kidd, every manager gets the same treatment. This is Chelsea. Well, I would like to think that in this instance, Dean, good question, though. No, I'm not backtracking. I'm, just, I'm giving Dean the respect he deserves because Dean is a top man. Quite right. Dean is a top man. Do you know? Um, uh, do you know? Yeah, do you know? Do you know? Um, uh, I've, 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 I'm so <laughs> embarrassed. I've forgotten the question. <laughs> you, you, you said you th- hope that hope that Sarri won't get the boot, even though you accept the fact that yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed, happens, indeed. It. it does often happen, but I think that this time the pattern is different because he is clearly uh, trying to play a, a style that actually doesn't involve purchasing anybody, um, because his big thing is about making um, silk purses out of sow's ears and i think that's great yes if you've got people at the ball on the in the club who really do know football but, but no, i don't but, think that they do but i think they wouldn't have got him unless they knew that this was going to be happening because you just use you use napoli as the template and i think i don't uh, have I napoli don't got a director of football somebody I, clever will know this i don't know this Aaron can find this, this out because he's got a laptop in front of it i actually I think uh, here's a slightly contentious thing i think that we played better um uh, we played well with having Giroud, but I felt we played better with uh, Hazard playing uh, in the central position. He got more of the ball. Yeah. And I felt in the Southampton game, he didn't get delivered the ball enough. And he no. wasn't really, he wasn't there, um, Hazard, in that game. I, it, the fact that he wasn't playing up to his normal standard contributed to us not scoring in the first half. Because he just really wasn't buzzing around as much. He didn't get fouled at all. And even though they had three men on him, it wasn't that they prevented him from playing. He wasn't at the same at the same level that he normally is. There were too many of them in the What's Saints game. What's that got to do with having a director of football or not? <laughs> no, but we went on to a reason why, <laughs> oh, okay, why they weren't, weren't playing. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for Jonathan just to get Kenny Cat to the commercial break. <laughs> yeah, yes. uh, quick, quick, Jonathan's hang, abstaining hang on again. Hell! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Well, uh, lucky for you, Rosie yeah. has just uh, indicated that it may be time to go for a, a week <laughs> up of tea somewhere. Uh, a cup of Rosie Lee, mate. A cup of Rosie Lee. Tramir Nil Spurs now um, will be uh, answering more of your uh, of your tweets of your questions we'll be talking more transfer business as well next on the Chelsea fan Club. for the fans by the fans love sport radio love sport 558 a.m. 
Are you up for the coop? I'm sorry? Are you up for the coop? Always. Are you, Chich? I love the FA Cup, me. I love the FA love Cup. It, love it. Because I'm not going to win the league this year, am I? I love the FA Cup, mate. I love it. I was saying to Jonathan earlier on, bizarrely, I have the entire collection of 1970s FA Cup finals on DVD. BBC did a big kind should, of should we box, try and name set, them? box set. Yeah, well, 70, Chelsea che- versus Leeds. Chelsea versus 71, Arsenal, Arsenal Liverpool, Liverpool. And they won the double. 72, Leeds, Leeds Arsenal. Arsenal. The Centenary Cup final. Absolutely. 73, uh, Sunderland. Uh, oh, God, yes, yeah, Sunderland when they hilariously Leeds. beat Leeds. Yeah. 74, Liverpool, Newcastle. Yeah, 75, West Ham, Fulham. 76, yeah. Arsenal, Man United. You are amazing. 77, Liverpool, Man United. 78, Arsenal, Ipswich. 79, oh. Arsenal, Man United. Oh. 1980, West Ham, QPR. <laughs> I think I used to know a brilliant joke about that the scores of the seventy nine. I could have done that, but I would have been here all night. Yeah. Seventy nine, eighty, and eighty one cup finals. Mm. Something to do with Villa and Sunderland. I might have missed out. Alan Sunderland. Arsenal, no, you didn't. You mentioned it. That was seventy eight. Yeah. yeah. Who did Os- Alan Sunderland? Alan Sunderland was nineteen seventy nine. They were a great side. That uh, yeah. Side. Maybe I got that the wrong way. No, no. And I missed out. Man United, Southampton. I got that the wrong way round. That's no, because seventy six. Yeah, that was that was Man United, Stokes Southampton. How fancy forgetting that? Yeah. yeah Alan seventy nine was the five, the five minute final, Osgood, which of course Osgood played in. He did. And they were in the saw the semi finals. Why I love Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. Palace, wasn't it? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Palace, Palace, Southampton. I was. That's my first time. I was there as well. I told you. I was in the North Stand. I was in the shed, mate. Oh, and I fell in love with it. Yeah. Who plays here, Dad? Oh, Chelsea, yeah. shut up, watch the game. Shall we... Uh, 23 at the time, <laughs> weren't you? <laughs> 43. <laughs> Shall we take a telephone call? A telephone call. Uh, let's go to David. He's on the phone. It says North America on my wow. screen. David, can you clarify your position? Hello? Yeah, uh, how's it going, boys? Yeah, yeah Happy New Year, pal. What can happy we do you for? Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. Not too much. I just want to, uh, first of all, call just say y'all's fan cast is awesome. Very much appreciate <laughs> it being from much. down here in the state. Brilliant. It's Thank uh, you. it's tough to get good quality uh, podcast, so I like it. Thank you very um, much. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but I wanted to kind of touch on Pulisic. Uh, obviously, being an American, yeah, um, there's a lot of different thoughts going on and I think my biggest concern right now is I not a big fan of the transfer if it is not something that Hazard approved um, if this is something that we've made with this big of a money transfer and Hazard said this isn't a player I want I think he's gone I think we don't get to keep him if this wasn't someone that Hazard felt like he could work with um, so that's my biggest concern with this right now is, is does this mean that Hazard is gone? Well, that's, yeah, so I think if you, in a roundabout way, David, what you're saying is that uh, Pulisic in some respects is a replacement for Hazard. Is that what you're saying? And therefore you think because we've signed Pulisic that it's, it's you know, with an eye on the future that, that Hazard may well be going. Is that is that what you're saying? No, I don't think he's a replacement. Okay. Definitely not. I don't think he's anywhere near that. Quality. Well, no, 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 I no. I, I don't. I don't I'm, mean. I don't mean that literally. Yeah. As he is a replacement for Hazard, because Hazard is a world-class player, and this is a twenty-year-old kid. But I think, it, it, in a sense, that he might have been bought because they think that Hazard's going to go. So Pulisic has been brought in to fill that very big gap. Which I would hope not, because yeah. that I not don't trust yeah. our current wingers right now to do it. Nor, I mean, not quite yet. Uh, Hudson Odoi uh, either. I don't think he's quite to that level. Um, no but I think, I think the bigger issue that we have right now um, is, like we've said before, leadership within the club. Um, 
And I just wanted to get y'all's thoughts on it and then maybe discuss further. Um, I think we went through a t- period with Terry, Lampard, Drogba, Jack, where we kind of had that backbone that everyone wants to say, you know, this is, this is the, the height of, of Chelsea leadership in the club. You know, there, there's nothing better. But they didn't, they didn't really produce any followers, any disciples, so to speak, um, that would carry the torch. You know, if you look at the locker room now, there's no one there that that leads a torch. So I'm inclined to agree with that. My only shot I'll ever take at them. Yeah. yeah. So this is my maybe I always, my only failure. I think that they've maybe done is did they fail in leading our club into success in the future? Mm. I think it's difficult because they yeah. were such in that regard. top <clears throat> top players, though, weren't they? And such and, and people and people yeah. as well. I mean, Lamp- Lampard and Terry were just um, and as well as being English, well, and Drogba and Czech, yeah, no, and all the whole of them lot as well, of them, yeah, yeah, the whole lot of them. Yeah, but they, and Balak and they, they, they were they were that was a world class side. We were just very lucky, and I think this is yeah. one of the reasons why people are so disf- dissatisfied with the way it's gone the last few years is because they were uh, hugely elite we and, haven't and we them. haven't replaced them but we haven't we, we haven't replaced them as players but we haven't replaced them as people either and i think that's actually to be honest david a, a wider problem in football i mean aaron's a man united fan and i've heard a lot of uh, commentators and man united fans saying where are the leaders at man united i think there's a dearth of the players of the type that we were talking about in, in the John Terry, John Trillier, Drogba's, Lampard's. I think there's a dearth of them in football, period. Look at every team in the Premier League and tell me how many have got leaders of that calibre. And I think the answer you'll find is very few, if any. Maybe Van Dyke at Liverpool. Yeah. But that's about the only one I can think of, Aaron. Company. So, sorry, I think company as well. Vincent Company, yeah. yeah I'd shout agree with you, yeah. Good, good shout. Well. Good shout. I can't think yeah, of many more, though. Milner, I would say right now as well. Yeah. Milner. Milner, no. Too quiet. No. Not, 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 not. Have, you, have you ever been on the boring James Milner Twitter account? No, no, I have. Yeah, I, I've worked closely with Liverpool here in America, and Milner is considered to be a very prominent face in that locker room, from what I'm understanding, <laughs> um, in terms of getting everyone involved. Uh, well, David, we, we've had a call from uh, Didier Drogba in the Ivory Coast, so we're going to have to leave it there. For... <laughs> That's not, we, we don't know that for a fact, but my phone just rang, and the number was from the Ivory Coast. So we, may, maybe Drogba's got my number, saying you haven't picked me up what enough is as the a t- What is the time difference there? I don't know. Well, it's not that, mu- not that different. Terribly it's late. about an hour or two. He's probably uh, saying that you, you, you're the only relative from an accident. And that, uh, <laughs> not Didier. Uh, no, he wouldn't no, say no, that. He wouldn't say David, that. David, great to hear from you, mate. Thank you, David. Thank you, mate. Thanks for ringing. Fantastic. Thank you for giving us a call this evening. On the back of this, we're going to be talking to Baz Cooper. He's going to be giving us an opposition view. Love sports. The Opposition View on Love Sport. Just in case anyone's wondering, I've been told by our producer Rosie that the time difference between the Ivory Coast and here is uh, it's, it's the same. Yeah, I thought it it's, might it's be. The same. <coughs> Brilliant. You've got to you know your geography, mate. Do you think he's listening to the show then, Dean? Well, I don't know well, it could if be it was cousin, did he? It was definitely a number from the Côte d'Ivoire, yeah. but it didn't can say... I, can I correct you? I, it's, it's Côte d'Ivoire. Okay, uh, it definitely was a number from the Ivory Coast. And, uh, <laughs> can, was I, it? can I correct you there? The it's, Les Elephants. It's, it's Ivory Coast. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But uh, it didn't say Didier Drogba, that's for sure. Uh, Tottenham are <laughs> 1-0 up at Prenton Park this evening. Serge Aurier with the goal in the 40th minute. Half-time there at the moment. On the Whittle. 
The Wirral. The Wirral. Birkenhead. 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 The Maisy Tunnel. My, my auntie lives up in the Wirral. Can I correct you there, Richard? Birkenhead. Birkenhead. My auntie lives up there. Oh, you got... Is she? Yeah. Is she? She lives in the Wirral. Does she really? She's like a full, full-on scouser as well. It's horrible. Wow. It's horrible. Wow. Uh, anyway. Oh, it's not something I would admit to. No, mate. I tend not to associate with her, actually. Um, right, let's get the opposition view uh, from Baz Cooper. Yes. He is a, uh, a journo and, well, not in the forest. How are you, Baz? Hello, folks. I'm very well. How are you? Yeah, more, mate. Happy New Year. Thank you for uh, jumping you? on the quiz as well. Right, it's it's no problem. It's, it, at first, it's not too. You can't think of that many. Then no. they start, you know, they, yeah. they start coming out of the woodwork, don't you? Don't it, they? It's a great fun game we do every every Friday show, Baz. You know, people yeah, like, we yeah. all love it. You know, normally I'm very selfish and I'm the only but one who has all the answers. You discover that everybody's played for, <laughs> for everybody. I know, but it's amazing, isn't it? But that's the beauty of football. You've yeah. got so many links everywhere. Um, it's funny, Jonathan and I, who are men of a certain age, uh, we were talking before we went on air tonight, actually, and I, I think Forrest are, are one of quite a few sides in the Championship who I would love to see back in the Premier League. I, I, I see Forrest as a proper, proper big club, actually. And, of course, you know, I remember very fondly the days of Clough and, you know, winning the European Cup twice. We'd love to see them back. Um, how close are they to coming back, do you think? I think they're a way off yet, if I'm brutally honest. They, um, but this is the championship, isn't it? So you, you never, you can never quite rule it out. I mean, they're, they're what four points off off a playoff place after beating Leeds quite comfortably in the end on New Year's Day. With so, ten men as well, Baz. Yeah, yeah well, well, Leeds had ten men. Yeah, yeah. although um, although given that that Joe Lally was injured for most of the game until he came off with 25 minutes to go, Forest were also playing with with ten players as well. So, yeah. but I think that they. They are improving. You know, where they were a couple of years ago, it's been a long time since Forest were competitive in the Championship. And Ita Karanka and, and the board have invested heavily this, this well, last summer and through this season to get Forest competitive in the Championship again, of which they are now. So tomorrow is going to be a really interesting game. Unfortunately, Chelsea won't see the best of Forest because they've got so many injuries, mm. so many injury problems. It's going to be a makeshift back four. There's no Lewis Graben. So it won't be it won't be the strongest possible side that Forrest could put out, which is a real shame because it would have been a fascinating occasion should if Forrest were able to to field a, a, a stronger side. And I, 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 I certainly expect them to fare better than they did a year ago when they, they went and got hammered in the in the Carabao Cup there. Yeah, it's funny that, Baz, you know, because I, I, I often do this, you know, depending on who we're playing at the weekend, I kind of dig out a few old results. And of course, you know, we haven't played, I thought, well, we haven't played Forest for, I completely forgot about that. Completely forgot yeah, about I, that. I've tried to. Well, yeah, I can understand <laughs> that. But uh, that was Charlie, even Charlie Masonda scored JK. But we did, we beat, we beat Forest 5 1. Uh, Batshuai got a hat trick. I mean, how could we not what, remember that? What's happened to Masonda right. since then? Charlie Masonda, well, he went to Celtic and nobody's right, seen, nobody seen, seen him since. Yeah. There won't be any plastic European cups again, will there, do you think? <laughs> oh, that, is, that, is, that is a bit cringeworthy, isn't it? I remember that from the FA Cup game back in That's 2005 right. or whenever when. Forest were in the in League One, managed by Colin Coldwood, and they had. I remember being in the shed end that day, and, mm. and Grant Holt, who was the, who was Forest, who was a Forest strike at that point, was was playing left back at one point, which was which was bleak to say the least. But but no, I think you know, coming back to your original question about how far Forest are away, I still think 
you know, realistically, I think next season is is the season where you would expect Forest to challenge, certainly for the top two. But they're going to be, you know, as long as they don't do anything daft, like sack a manager um, between now and the end of the season, I think there's a realistic chance of them, of them challenging for the top six, a, a playoff place between now and the end of the term. It's going to be really interesting to see what they do in for the remainder of January, player recruitment-wise, you know, they, they are short in a couple of areas. Uh, but as I said before, the championship is such a competitive league. There's still, mm. it, the, the, you know, there's, there's so many teams in and around that middle pack that, that will feel that league. they could... It, it, it is, and you have to, you know, I think I think fans of clubs like Forest get caught in that. I, I'm, I'm loath to say, to use the term arrogant, but... Forest, Forest have got a great history, but they, it's 20 years since they've been in the Premier League. But yeah. their fans still feel that there's a, they have a divine right to be at that to, at that top level, along with Derby County, Sheffield Wednesday, Leeds mm. United. Yep. All you teams know, we'd love the, to see back. This is it. The list Villa. goes on in yep. the Championship, and with Villa, yeah, exactly. Yep. So this, we're all we're all competing, and we all this is the thing. We all want promotion. Every chairman, in the, you know, there's probably 18 or 19 chairmen in the championship that think they should be winning promotion. And there's three places each year. Something has to give. So, yeah. you know, whether whether Forest can, can can go through the playoff route, I mean, I think realistically, automatic mm-hmm. promotion, they're not consistent enough. They draw. I mean, they've only lost three or four times, five times, I think. But you know, they draw. They've drawn 12. I think it is this season. They just draw too many games, and that will be their. If they can turn those. It's the cliches, and if they can turn even even a few of those draws into into maximums in the second half of the season, then they'll give themselves a very very good chance. But I watched you know, the um, I watched the Leeds game, and I I thought they uh, they've got a um, um, an energy and a passion that I haven't seen for the last few seasons because I've got a soft spot for them for the very same reasons that Chidge was saying. You know, if you've if you've grown up with them being a fantastic side and watched them on television winning trophies, knocking Liverpool out of the European Cup. Yeah, yep. Well, you can't well, we help but see that, don't you, we? Yep. You exactly. <laughs> you, you, can't, you can't help but have affection, and I thought, God, they're looking good. I was really impressed. What what's what's Karanka done that that previous managers? haven't managed to do uh, I think what, he, what he's done he's spent money wisely for the most part I think he's what Karanka and the new ownership have done at Forest is they've galvanised a, a fan base that were, were that were hugely disillusioned with their football club under under the previous owner for last hours are we yeah. uh, you know Gates this season they're averaging just under 28,000 I, mean, I can't remember the last time a game at Forest had sold out almost two weeks in advance of the Leeds game, and it was on television as well. I mean, there was what, just under 30,000 there, complete sellout on New Year's Day, and you know, that isn't a one-off. As I say, they're, average, they're averaging just under 28,000 every week uh, at the City Ground this season, which is which is phenomenal, really. 22, over 22,000 season tickets have been sold. So you have to give the ownership of, of Evangelos Maranakis and the chairman, Nicholas Randall, a huge amount of credit for... For, for, for making the fans feel involved again at the, the football club and the brand of football that, that Aitor's put put on, you know, he, he, he should be doing better really with the, the quality of players that he's signed. But he knows that, you know. But I think the fans just feel that the, the club is moving in the, in the right direction. I think Mark Warburton, when when he arrived a couple of years ago, you know, like and Forest trying to turn Forest round to a, a tanker stuck in the, in the North Sea, and he wasn't far wrong from that. And that is still the case. You know, Forest is still a, a club in, in in transition, trying to do the right thing and and get going again. And but they're trying to do it on the on the on the on the, on the hook. You know, there's on the hoof, I should say. You know, 17 players they signed in the summer. That takes yeah, with the yeah, best yeah, one in the world. Time. That is going to take time yeah. to embed. You know, it does. 
and you've got a couple of players from that haven't played in, in the Championship before, in, in the, the likes of Charles Carvalho and, and Diaz, Tobias Figueroa, all terrifically talented, gifted footballers, but you know as well as I do, the Championship is like no other league in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Baz, uh, tomorrow's match, uh, I mean, we know that Chelsea are going to, I mean, you know, it, it's, it seems a bit churlish to say a weakened side, but it certainly won't be their first team, and you've already said that Forrest are going to be without a few of their key players, so, I mean, how do you, how do you see this going? Could this be a, a repeat of what we saw in the League Cup last year, where, you you know, you got a 5-1 hammering, really? Or, or I'd like to think that. I'd certainly like to think that I would suspect that Ito will, will, will make Forest a little more solid than, than they were last season. But I remember the, the opening exchanges at Stamford Bridge, yeah. Bridge last season. Uh, and Forest actually started the game relatively well. I remember, I remember Kieran Dowell had a good chance, and, um, which was well saved. And Forest had started the game brightly. But as soon as, but if you can see, if they can see in the first 10 15 minutes, yeah. It's going to be an uphill battle, of course it is. I don't think they'll get anything tomorrow. It's, it, it's unlikely that Chelsea will score in the first 50 minutes because they can't score well, at all at the moment. Well, this seems to be, yeah, it seems to be a, a distinctly different situation at Chelsea that Forrest go into than they were back in sept- August, September last year. But I think, you know, what I'd like to see from Forrest is a, you know, is a battling, spirited performance. And obviously there's still an awful lot of talk about the manager's future. I mean, yeah. he was given a, a bit of a stay of execution after the, the Leeds game, but that wasn't, the first half wasn't hugely convincing from Forest. They, they had to withstand an awful lot of pressure from Leeds. And it's true, it's true. But I just they battled, the they battled really start. well, though. They battled they well. Did, and that, you know. They're going to have to do that tomorrow. They've got, they, ha- they have got a lot of, a lot of courage in that team. You know, they've got some. You know, Claudio Jacob is a, is a battling player. Jack Colback was exceptional again. Um, he uh, was. He was man of the match, uh, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he scored twice. I mean, Daryl Murphy is. He's, he sort of gets a lot of stick from Forest supporters, but he was. It, it, Played the lone, playing the lone striker role against um, against Leeds on, on on Tuesday was 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 sensational. So he'll he'll relish that occasion. You know he, he's not got with the best will in the world. He won't have too many more of these type of games left in in his career. Darrell Murphy, but younger players like Matty Cash and and Ben Osborne will, will relish Joe Lolly, especially obviously there's been a lot of talk about Joe Lolly. You wouldn't you wouldn't bet against him sticking one in from twenty five well, yards. So we're, we're looking at yeah. yeah, they have got they have got talent in that team, and they. What what this team has got, as you as you rightly pointed out earlier on, is they they have got character, they have got a lot of passion, and they are playing for Ita Karanka. They were three up at Norwich on Boxing Day. Okay, they they, they canned it in the end and they, yeah, they, they did, threw it away. They? But and, and of course, you beat you beat Arsenal four uh, four two at the same time last year, didn't you? At the same yeah, stage, so, so you never know. Is, you never know. We'll a, see. It's in the case. Playing at Stamford Bridge is, you know, these, it's, it's an occasion to relish. You know, a sellout at Stamford Bridge in the third yeah. round of the FA Cup. It is a chance yeah, for six thousand fans. But one more well, question: Why do you like barbecue sauce? It says so on your Twitter feed. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes with everything, doesn't it? You know, it's just, barbecue sauce is just bliss. What, what, Jonathan prefers like a coolie of uh, <laughs> yeah. of token. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he'll he'll be in the mi- East Middle tomorrow. But if you want to see some real sports, Baz, come and find me in the cock pub before, mate. That's what you're going to do, Baz. I'll buy you a pint. That's what you're going to do, Baz. Thank you very much for your uh, thank you. Thank you very much for joining us <laughs> well done, this Fantastic. evening, you, Baz Cooper. There giving us the opposition view on Love Sport Radio. We're going to take a short pause. Then we've got the last fifteen minutes. Your news, your views, your voice. Love Sport Radio, your fan station.
thank you once again to Baz Brilliant. Cooper for his uh, contribution uh, for oh, yeah, the, the good opposition view there. Yeah, it's good lad, Baz. Enjoyed that. Yeah, I do like the opposition view actually. It's re- I'm really warming to it as uh, as we're getting into it. You know, what well, what's well, my um. Your idea. Thank you. Not not Paddy's idea? No. no your idea. Okay. No, just just, 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 just teasing you, Aaron. I don't like it. <laughs> well, I don't like you. Oh. I don't like you either. Woo, woo, woo. You've got a problem. We'll come in with a right good sort out. I'm happy to have a ruckus. Oh, yeah. You're going to have a tear-up? You're going to have a tear-up? Yeah. No, we're going to have a bundle. Oh, you have a bundle? <laughs> yeah. That's so public. I should thrash you. We're going to have a bundle. Yes. I, I did thrash me to an in, within an inch of my life. I did tweet him the other day saying, I'm going to thrash you to within an inch of your life. Anyway, there you go. Because I deserved it uh, shall I do the quiz answers That's now right? yes. rather than being rushed like we do, always do you know are what, Chich, I know what, I know, what, I know go, like go. you know you know for the production value I always think it's nice to have like a little bit of music underneath yeah this. we got a sound bed this week I, do, I mean if you want it we can have what a little sound bed can't we let Rosie oh I like that there you yeah, go yeah that's groovy I'm, I'm liking so it's that it's time for your that. quiz answers Ro- week number yeah. one Rosie's done year. much better than Paddy has on the sound bed I'll say that uh, right okay coming in at uh, number well we've got two editions of course because uh, Tim Rolls and uh, Mark both came up with Jim Barron that was not on my list could I just say it needs an introduction it needs it's the quiz well if you did a voiceover well, well I know we but you one. didn't let me you just went straight well, into because it because you, you were fanning around I was not the, no, anyway I, fanny shush, shush we have, we're running out of time we should record on for next right, week the new one the new ones that have been added to the original list of 13 are Jim Barron and Leon Knight, which, of course, I completely forgot. And then coming in at number 13, we got Sean Wright Phillips that did get a mention, as did John Terry and Kenny Swain. And then Mark, uh, me and Eddie McCready put up a lovely picture of Neil Shipley with hair and looking young. Which is why I didn't recognise him until I put my hand yeah, over hand, his you hair. Did, you did with your hand over his mouth. Actually. No, no, it's his hair. And then oh, okay. I saw the cheeky, kind of cherub, cherub-like face of and, Neil Shipley, and, and which the, is still the there today. Cherub, is, apparently. Yeah. I love Neil Shipley. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. He was in there. Duncan McKenzie. Uh, the people got that early. I Tim saw him again. At Fulham yeah. playing for Forest. Uh, our very own Aaron and several Twitterers uh, said Michael Mancien, Todd Kane got a mention on Twitter. Sam Hutchinson did. Kevin Hitchcock did. Ryan Bertrand did, Dave Besson did, and Patrick Bamford did. But the one that nobody the has one that got, got away, the one that got really, away, this is going to be so mysterious. This Nathaniel Chaloba. Who? Uh-huh. Nathaniel Chaloba. Yeah, okay, did yeah. he go on loan to Forest? Apparently, yeah. yeah. I mean, most of these players are, are loanees, or at the mm. either at the very beginning, like Sean Wright Phillips was a youth player for Forest, or you know, uh, at the end of their career, like Besson, I suppose. Kenny Swain, I think it was one of his last clubs. So. Yeah, so anyway, that's great fun. I do love this every week. The, qu- the quizzes. We just only have quizzes and not Who, actually yeah. do the show. We can do that. I've got Trivial you know Pursuits at home. Do you know what? We actually... Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I did a special with Bubba. Did you? On the Sunday night. And if you go back to lovesportradio.com, go on and listen to that. Because we played a game of Didn't He Play 4? Didn't He Play 4? Yeah, Do you know that game? So yeah, basically what yeah. happens is, is you get set... Uh, uh, a team and then like an era so we had three 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 hours of it so you know a 10-2 of every hour we basically went for a team and an era so the first one was Big Sam at Bolton and you just had to name players and you had to just keep going around in circles naming players and you got like a little time limit and it's if like you, Mornington Crescent yeah but not Mornington not Crescent, Mornington no. Crescent no yeah. Uh, so yeah you just kept going around so I'd, I'd say Kaliu Fadiga and you'd say who? Callie Fadigan. <laughs> I thought you were saying something horrible to me. And you'd say? Give me a hint. Ian Bishop. 
Nicholas Anilka. And you'd say? Ian Bishop. He didn't play for Big Sam on the Oh, uh, sorry, I get it. Yeah, it's, um, um, uh, Yuri uh, Jorkov. Thank you very much. And I'd come back and I'd say JJ Okocha. I was, oh, I was about to say JJ Okocha. What's his real name, though? Oh, um, uh, I don't know. Kevin Davies. Thank you very much. And you'd say? Michael Ricketts. There you go. And I'd say UC Askeline. And oh, you'd say? And I'd say, oh, I was going to say him as well. I'd say, um, uh, oh, God, I've run out now. I'd I had a good Uh Oh, yeah, I'd a good Johnson. Very good. Was he the same era? Yeah. What about what about um, Jigsaw? Don't, don't, you know, don't. never heard of Jigsaw. Kevin Nolan goes to pieces in the box. Of course, of course. <laughs> Dean, uh, Dean, um, oh, when would player? Dean, Dean Oldsworth. Yes, he told me that. Oh. I interviewed him once because we were talking about Kevin Nolan scoring a goal against Man United. Funny enough, and uh, he said, "Yeah, we used to call him Jigsaw." I said, why was that? He said, he always used to go to pieces in the box, mate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was the game we played. And do you know what? It was thoroughly enjoyable. But is it enjoyable? But if you do it that quickly, you run out of players in a matter of minutes. Ah, but that's the thing. Because you're trying to outfox your opponent. But it goes on for hours, doesn't it? Can I, can yeah. I say, at this juncture, yeah. uh, a massive thank you to everybody who uh, phoned up or tweeted in answers to the quiz. Yeah. I just love their participation. Well, Chris Barnett's just tweeted in. Oh, Mid-Dark Chris! Yeah, says, yeah. Anyone mentioned Michael yeah. Mancini yet? We did. You're a bit late, mate. Yeah, yeah. we did. We did, we did, Chris. Uh, Chelsea Independent have just gone kiddo, kiddo. Yeah, there you go. Have they? Everybody yeah. pretty much got all of them, apart from Nathan- Nathaniel <laughs> Chalobah. Anyway, Jonathan, are we going to win tomorrow, or is it going to be a horrible repeat of the 1986 league match where Forrest won 6-2? Uh, it won't be that... Um, Kerry was playing in that it, match. It, it won't and be Pat. that. There's no... Um, there are no replays, are there? It just oh, is that for real? Yeah. There's VAR, I think, isn't there? Yeah, VAR, but no replays. And no replays. So, so it might go to penalties. To VAR because uh, we need it. Uh, yeah, but I was. Uh, somebody suggested the madly's the what uh, referee if, tomorrow. If um, there's a goal, one end, and the referee doesn't give it, and the ball goes up the other end, and a goal is scored, and then VAR is instigated, and the go- first goal is proven to be correct, and that therefore nullifies the second goal. He said there'll be a riot, this bloke I was speaking to, which I thought was a very good point. So we are the cup holders, of course. And uh, Never let that be forgotten. The answer was, I actually am worried about tomorrow, because Why? if we can't score... Um, no, there shouldn't be a problem, should there? The last time we lost a third round tie, yeah, I, as in was, the first was, round, was, 1998 against. Yeah. I was, say, was it four years ago? It was Man United, 1998. You, you beat us 5 3. It's a hilarious match. We were 5 0 down at That's half right. time. That's right. And then Viali got a hat trick, didn't he? I thought Graham Lasso scored. I can't remember, but we came back to 5 3, and you lot were absolutely. You know, pooping your pants that second half. I remember then it. Then well. you lot beat us five 0 a couple of seasons later. Was yeah. it the season later? That's where uh, Dennis Wise tweaked Nicky Butt's nipple and he got sent off. No, I, I, I didn't think it was his nipple. It was. I thought it was lower down than. Well, he might have done that too. Yeah, no, I thought it, pincher he, 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 the other hand. Pincher movement. <laughs> pincher <laughs> movement. I, hold on a minute. Oh, oh, was but good. wasn't wasn't Bradford in the third round? That was uh, no, no that's that fourth was round. That's fourth round. That was one of the most yeah. awful, but also equally hilarious matches I've ever seen. I'll just tell you <laughs> yeah. a very quick story about that because we were two 0 up and then they. 1-4-2 and Mourinho was the manager it was unbelievably shocking but Bradford were brilliant and I went back to the the pub uh, I think it was the Rose afterwards very depressed and uh, to drown my sorrows and in walked these two Bradford fans who had clearly been on the source all day they were I've never seen two more drunk football fans but they were just ecstatic and rather than getting the usual kind of bitter and sour response that Chelsea supporters might give to two opponents that we just kind of fell in love with them and bought them drinks and let them sit with us. And they were, and we, we just reveled in their joy yeah, that, they were that their club had, had beaten Chelsea. I, I was sitting with a with a were you, Bradford City oh, friend. Well, anyway, Cundy, Jason Cundy was yeah, sat yeah. with me because he'd come to meet me for a drink. 
and they came and so Jason's sitting where you are and then they come up these two guys and they looked at me and they said hey mate mate because that's how they spoke hey mate you're, you're Jason they speak like that though Bradford you're, you're Jason no they were they were not of an Asian persuasion sorry uh, <laughs> they were not Asian fusion mate uh, but they said you're Jason Kundi mate and I said yeah that's right Kundi's sitting where you are it's absolutely like wetting himself you know was, they were brilliant but it was in a sense that is the magic of the cup when you see what it meant to those guys who oh, had a team in the second and third division yeah. beating Chelsea away from home also played brilliantly been 2-0 up that was the I know, point and then I know. they came back and won it and that it was, was kind of nice in a weird sense of way it kind yeah. of restored your yeah. faith in, in football in a yeah. weird sort of, even though we'd lost very yeah, the, odd the bloke, evening the bloke we were sitting with at the table and who was watching said it was the best football day he'd ever had in his life yeah and well you, better you than when they beat Liverpool Stay up in the Premier League, yeah, well, in the Premiership. Yeah, it's the cup special, yeah, Aaron. It, yeah. it, it's it's it. You know, I'd, I'd imagine that they'd have quite you know good hopes because of course they got to the League Cup final, didn't they against Swansea? So they they, they probably Bradford. thought, hey, yeah, yeah, they could, we we could do something here. Well, they were what third division, weren't they? Yeah, I that was a great of, season. Yeah. Though they beat Arsenal, they beat Villa. I think yeah. it was as well. Yeah. That was a great season. Uh, Spurs two 0 up now. At Fernando Llorente uh, with the goal for Tottenham. Uh, away at Tranmere Rovers. Did you see that, t- see that um, po- Pochanillo, whatever his name is, said, um, we're the team they all want to beat, and that's the reason why uh, nobody likes target. Poch, that's why. I don't think that's true at all, is it? You don't. Th- Pochettino said some really a lot. funny he's things in a lot. the past few days. Um, Pressure's getting to him, mate. Well, the first thing is that he goes, oh, you know, getting fourth place is more important than winning the FA Cup or a League Cup. I think not, He's pal. cracking under the pressure, mate. I think mate. not. He's cracking You've got to win a trophy, pressure. mate. You've got to win a Ricky, trophy. Ricky, if you're listening, your boss is cracking under the pressure. Ricky! 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 <laughs> I love Ricky Sachs. You can't not love like him. him. You can't, you can't not, not love Ricky Sachs. Is he looking for an opportunity to be the United manager? Or do you think that what will happen? Will them? Well, if he's cracking will, uh, under pressure, Solskjaer, he's not if gonna, he keeps winning, just know. be given the job. We win the FA Hopefully. Cup, I think Solskjaer gets I'll the job. Laugh. Yeah. Absolutely, we win the FA depth. Cup. I think Solskjaer gets the job. Absolutely out of his yeah. depth. But the most stupid decision you make, mate, and you know it. How? Because he's not equipped for it. He's not equipped for it long term. You need a big, big, big manager with We've very done that. big cojones to We've manage done that, that club. We've done that, and look where it got us. Louis van Gaal. Aloysius Paul has moved oh, on. Chidge, thank you, kiddo, thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's the Chelsea Fancast on Love Sport. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.